0: Welcome to the Custom Made Podcast. My name is Kelly and I am obsessed with having vulnerable and unfiltered conversations that make us all feel okay to be a little unpolished and perfectly imperfect. As a busy working mom, I am on a journey to figure out how to find the best balance between career and family life, all while still trying to take care of me. Join me as I take you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment, and personal growth. We are here to have authentic conversations with thought leaders, industry experts, and everyday real heroes to share insight and stories on navigating real life challenges. There will be no sugarcoating and lots of laughs. We are here to get down and dirty on all things so you can feel seen and a little less alone. Like custom-made clothes, you are one of a kind and need to create the perfect fit to be unapologetically you. So let's get custom-made. I am so excited to talk today about this specific topic. I am doing a solo episode right now on the shame we feel around not cooking or not enjoying cooking or not being a cooker. And I feel like this is a new thing that people don't talk about and have a lot of shame around or there's Folks who judge us and those who do not want to cook, who order in a lot, who eat out a lot, who DoorDash a lot, Grubhub. We have all these new things. Um, and especially when you are married or you have a family and you don't like to cook, right? So, We have a lot of societal pressures, and I just wanted to have a really honest, open conversation around the shame, okay? And I personally um, feel like this is not the 1950s anymore. We are not Stepford Wives. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to necessarily know how to do everything from taking care of the family, to cooking, to cleaning, to, you know, a lot of, um, back in the day, women stayed home and now women are working equally as much as their partner. And so we just can't compare this, but we're in this transition right now, because maybe, um, Folks that are, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, this was just the expectation and what you did, right? Um, And it's maybe gotten a little bit more acceptable over time, but there's still a lot of judgment and shame around it, right? So the societal pressures around um, preparing meals for the family. So I'm just gonna share a little bit about my story and see if you relate and tell you how I handle this. Um, I handle the haters, the judgers, and what I do to really relieve some of the guilt, to be honest, um, and how I go about doing this with my family um, and also accepting the fact that that's just not who I am, right? So um, I grew up in a household where my parents were married and my both my parents worked, but maybe my mom didn't have as much of a traditional job. And every day we had a home-cooked meal, right? We all sat around the dinner table and we talked and She always had a carb, a protein, and a veggie, and then we'd get in a dessert, right? Breakfast was a little bit more lenient. Before school, we might do cereal. Sometimes it was hot breakfast, but for the most part, we were kind of in a rush and cereal kids. Um, And then obviously we ate lunch at school. Sometimes we'd pack lunch. Sometimes we'd get money to buy lunch. We would eat out probably one to two times a week for dinner, Um, most likely one time a week, and it would be a special occasion, right? I would assume... Um, that was a traditional way of growing up. I am in my 40s. It changed over time, but that was the expectation. How my parents grew up, it was always home-cooked meal. The women didn't really work. Um, my grandmothers didn't work. They The expectation was to stay home, cook, and clean, and take care of the kids and the households. Um, so we're in a little bit more modern day with my parents' generation where their parents' the women didn't work and then, you know, so forth. So then here I am, right? I'm born. My mom's try to get me to cook a million times, teach me, get me excited about it. I just don't have the gene guys. I don't have an interest as much as somebody teaches me and wants me. And I want to be that person. I want to put on music, Christmas music and cook and get a recipe and be proud and take an Instagram photo. Um, but I'm not that person, right? It feels overwhelming to me. I don't enjoy it. I don't really care as much. Um, and I, although I care what's going on in my body, I feel like I'm just overwhelmed by it all. I also have a big job and I'm busy. And a lot of us, we working and we just don't work. By the time we get home, whether you have kids or not, you get home from a long day of work or you're done with a long day of work if you work remotely, then maybe you work out or you do something for yourself. Maybe you have kids, you have to help them with homework, whatever you don't want to start cooking. That could take a while. Um, And then you eat and then you got to clean and all the things, right? So I think that enough people don't talk about the fact that they feel bad and guilty that they don't cook for themselves, them and their partners or them and their families, right? So what do you do with that? Well, first and foremost, you have to ignore the judges, the people who are like, you don't cook? Wait, what? You don't cook? Like, what do you guys do? I am not you. You are not me. Totally different people. Yeah, you got to own it. So first thing is acceptance. I had to accept that that just wasn't me. Um, When I was married, my partner accepted it. My kids have known nothing different. So that's a big thing is... don't really remember a day where I was like slaving away in the kitchen, trying to prepare a meal for them. Like if this is something that you do at the beginning, they don't really know. Also going into new relationships kind of set in the bar that I'm not really somebody who cooks. And so that's just me. So if that's like a non-negotiable, I totally get it, but this is my dynamic and how I operate and what works for me. Um, so kind of just owning it and accepting it right? and being honest about that is fine. And if people have something to say, so let me give you an example. Um, I just recently spoke to a friend who had her family, extended family over for Thanksgiving dinner, and she works a big job, has small kids, all the things. And wasn't gonna spend days, you know, in the kitchen and didn't want to do it, wanted to have an easy situation where she could just enjoy the company. And so she ordered in um, and ordered the meal from like a market, right? Picked it up, put it on a beautiful spread and delivered it. Well, somebody at the dinner had a lot to say about that. I can't believe you didn't cook a Thanksgiving dinner, all these things, right? And so that really hurt her, you know, that's upsetting because here she was hosting, putting it together. Maybe she didn't cook it, but that's okay because that person has the value of that's how you show love. You cook a homemade meal and all that. Unfortunately, that's not necessarily the case for the newer generations and today. So how do you just let those comments not bother you and say, own it and say, yeah, unfortunately... I didn't want to cook, I didn't have the time, I didn't choose to spend my time that way. Do you really have to explain yourself? You shouldn't have to, depending on who the people are, but you gotta really own it and try to not let those comments affect you because if you're being honest with the fact that you don't like to cook, you don't cook, you're gonna have people make comments like that and it's gonna make you feel bad unless you decide to really own it and show up and accept it and go, yeah, I just don't I just don't do that, I just don't enjoy it, I don't have time, whatever that is, right? Um, I think that this kind of new day, new worlds, back in the day, you would call a place and asked if they delivered food, and then it would get delivered to you. Well, now everywhere delivers because we have the apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, all the things, right? Postmates. And so everything is at our fingertips for convenience for a working mother or somebody who doesn't have time or just wants to you know, relieve some stress and not have to worry about a meal, um, who is on a time crunch and so forth and needs to get things together quick. So it's just a new day. If the prior generations had that app or that possibility, maybe they would have used it. Right. So, um, I think that we just have to accept it's not the 1950s. We don't wake up with a full face of makeup and lashes with fresh squeezed orange juice for our family. You know, it's really about, um, most households have two full-time working people um there is a shortage of time we have a decision how we want to spend our time to me door dashing is a form of self care okay um i rather spend the time being with my kids and enjoying a meal than cooking and i just don't like it right um i also think that you know there's a lot of dynamics in relationships now where maybe the man loves to cook and the woman does the cleanup or whatever that might be. But it's like how we see more and more men today stay home and watch the kids and the women work. There is no more a normal. There are new normals and more new normals and more new normals. So we're really being disruptive right now. And um, not cooking is one of those disruptions we're seeing. So how I've, what it looks like for me today is I'm not door dashing seven times a week. Okay. That's not the case. I mix it up. So what I do as somebody who does not like to cook is I do like a Trader Joe's or market run. And I get those meals that basically are cooked that you can warm up. They're not frozen necessarily. Sometimes they are. I'll do a frozen healthy pizza, cauliflower crust, a little more organic, maybe one night. Um, but for the most part, they're like you get in the meat section, like a warm meat that's cooked, maybe like chicken or a meatloaf, and then you'll get a couple sides in the deli. And I have that a couple times a week with my kids. And we still sit down around a table and eat that and have family time. You think that my kids care whether I baked that chicken and made that coleslaw homemade or that I picked it up? No, they don't. They're just so grateful and thankful that we're sitting together, having a conversation, having dinner together, eating a healthy meal. So when I buy that stuff at the store and warm it up, I'm great at warming up and preparing. I might not cook, but I prepare and warm up. Um, you know, I'm thinking about what I'm getting, of course. So I'm I'm not just getting bad options that are unhealthy. I make sure that I still have a vegetable and still have a protein and you know, try to get. Things with healthy nutrients. So I'm thinking about that stuff, even though I don't cook. Um, of course, the stores you shop at are important and looking at the labels. So we'll do that a couple times a week. We might DoorDash a couple times a week from our favorite restaurants, um, whether they're healthy or not. Sometimes we splurge and then probably eat out a night or two or a week, to be honest. You know, I obviously only have my kids 50% of the time. So often when I'm alone, I'll, I'll spend that time, my free time. Um, having dinner with a friend or somebody. So going out and treating myself, but oh my gosh, you know what my favorite dinner food is? This is so embarrassing, but you know, when you go to like Bonds or Rouse and you get the seven layer bean dip that's made, I'll just get one of those and eat it with like chia seed tortilla chips. And like, that's dinner. Like that's how a single mom is eating on her night alone, watching a reality show. Um, So I'll eat like that when I'm by myself. And Or I'll go to like Amazon Fresh and get sushi because I just don't want to cook. Okay. So whether I'm getting delivery, I'm eating out, or I'm going to the grocery store and getting meals that are already made that you can just eat and it's easy. That's how I do it as a full-time working single mom that is just trying to get by and use any of my free time for something I enjoy, which is not cooking. So I just wanted to have a conversation because I know so many of us do this and we feel so bad about it and people shame us and Honestly, the, all the societal, uh, you know, the societal pressures can really get to you. But can we just start normalizing the fact that some women don't like to cook, and we're not gonna, and this is okay, and it shouldn't be a non-negotiable. And this is a new world where we also have really big careers, and men too should feel this way. They don't need to cook. They don't need to do it. Um, this could be a form of self-care and something to really start owning, and hopefully. If you are listening, you feel a little less alone in your journey of guilt and shame around not liking to cook or ever cooking. So that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to have more and more honest conversations about things people just don't talk about that we're feeling and facing. So I'll keep coming at you with more and more vulnerable, um, authentic things that are on my mind. So I hope you have a wonderful week. And thank you so much for listening. Now go door dash yourself something really yummy and splurge like a frozen yogurt. Talk to you soon. All right, you made it to the end of this episode and you invested in yourself. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite channel to listen to or on YouTube and come back every Tuesday for a new episode. To stay up to date on all things the custom-made podcast, make sure to visit at our website at kellyhealthman.com and click on the podcast, or you can follow us on any social channels. I'll see you next week.